Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant is on the end, punching all the buttons and... On one end. Yeah, he's on that end. On this end. Over there. Mm-hmm. He comes in when we can. But uh, glad to have you guys with us as we are live on location here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. Again, just a fantastic venue for a sports talk show. There's no question there. And as we told you on the other side of the break, we are now joined by the executive director, I guess. Is that that's the title? Uh, Brad Willis. Days, won't they? Well, give a title. You know, what we do is just give ourselves <laughs> titles. <laughs> And go for it. Hey. I, mean, I mean, you just if you put it on your email signature, it's email it's or business card. Nobody questions it's it. It's official. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, it works for me. I as, as I said earlier today, it's it's a lot easier to get forgiveness and permission. Hundred percent. So just just throw it out there until <laughs> somebody stops you. you know? Who's going to stop us? Hey. Nobody. That's it. Brad, this is a fantastic venue, man. We, we walk in here and you see again the faces of the most accomplished and well known. Tennesseans in in sports history and it's just really cool to know that uh, something like this is available uh, for anyone who wants to come in here down here in downtown Nashville. Well you're you're nice to say that and first of all welcome it's great to have you guys here. I love it when we're able to kind of uh, mix my old life of sports talk radio and my my new life here at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame together and uh, so I love it anytime we're able to have some uh, show here and, and talk about, you know, whether it's the, the Braves World Series trophy on the plaza this afternoon or, you know, kind of what we're doing at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. But, no, thrilled to have you guys. And, uh, you know, thank you. It's, it's, uh, we've been here in this location since 2000. Uh, the, the Hall of Fame has been an organization since 1966. But uh, when, when they built out part, this part of Bridgestone Arena, they, they built right here uh, in our little corner of the world. And, and a lot of what you find here is on loan from the Tennessee State Museum. And then a lot of what you find here we've accumulated over the last 20-plus years. And so it's, um, when you walk through and you see you know, the, the many names, it's a, it really is a testament to what sports means in this state. Uh, and, and, and frankly, not just the people who were born and raised here, but then, you know, people that came here and played collegiately or professionally who still make their home in, you know, in the mid-state or, or in, you know, any division of the state still today. So uh, really excited to have you guys here and uh, hopefully it'll be a big, big day. Hopefully it will be a big day. You know, these guys, again, are sticking around for the Flames and Predators later on tonight and um, need to get some points out of that. But, yeah, it's a <laughs> it, uh, big night, big day regardless. Again, the trophy going to be out on the plaza here in a while. We're going to try to get some pictures with that. So we kind of had ulterior motives oh, your question. when we <laughs> set this up. But at the same <laughs> time, this is fantastic. I don't know that I've been here, and it's just – I mean, everything that Chris said, ditto. I mean, just within my view, I can see banners honoring Lynn Dunn, Carol Lawson, and Charles Davis, Mac Brown, you know, Philip Fulmer, Chad Clifton, anybody that you think anybody that's anybody, of huh? in terms of athletics in this state is, is here. And it's just 
it's fantastic. Well, you're nice to say that. I mean, it's it. You know, there's and there's still gaps. You know, you talk about all those names. There's still folks who, um, for one reason or another, may not be in our Hall of Fame yet. And and you know, we've got the, uh, you know, our bylaws basically say that it, you've got to be uh, retired from your sport for three years or or over the age of fifty. When sometimes by the time people reach those thresholds. People assume that they've already been inducted, and and we rely on the public or, or teammates or former coaches or players to nominate people. And so, whenever the assumption begins and say, "Oh, they're already in," then sometimes you end up with these gaps with folks that aren't inducted, and somebody will say, "Oh, well, so and so, they're in, right?" And you say, "No, they're not." <laughs> so, let's let's get a nomination on the books. Let's talk about that. Uh, Harry Galbraith, who's going in as part of the class of 2022. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a guy that I think a lot of people just assumed he was already in. And, and Harry passed away in 2010. And, um, and, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's sad that we're not going to get to celebrate with him in person. But his family was, was overwhelmed uh, and, and really happy that we're, that we're honoring his legacy. And, uh, and, and he was a great example of someone that a lot of people never even nominated because they just assumed he was already in. Absolutely. I got a chance to work with him for a little bit when he was coaching over at Tennessee State. Wonderful, wonderful individual, man. Definitely missed. And I'm glad that you all are finally getting around to <laughs> honoring him. But, but, yeah, I mean, not just you guys. That's, that's kind of a thing with a lot of different halls of fame. It's like – they're not in right you know and yeah. and so um i'm glad you mentioned harry and his upcoming induction because i, I know that you have a thing about letting people know yeah how they are it's being one of my, honored one of my favorite parts of the job you know you're never delivering bad news when you're telling somebody they're going to be a part of a hall of fame and so that's always that's always a plus and, and the, the pandemic really made us be creative for the last couple of years. Uh, I started with the organization in January of 2020. I had two months <laughs> to hit the ground running and start to do some of these and things. Stopped. And then everything stopped. <laughs> and in that two months, we got to go around and we went to, we went to Golf House, Tennessee, and we surprised Dick Horton with all of his friends there in the, you know, in the clubhouse. We went to Knoxville and, and surprised Heath Schuler in a media timeout with Tennessee and Florida playing basketball. We brought Jeff Fisher into a radio station and told him he was doing an interview about the combine and you know kind of sprung it on him and and to me a hall of fame is is in, in many ways only as important as you make it and I just I look at the names that are here and when I think of people like like Ed Temple and when I think of people like Pat Summit and when I think about people like Ed Tutal Jones and General Neal and Peyton Manning and you know it's like this is a big deal and and not just for the people who, who live here and, and maybe were a witness to a lot of these things, but we're, we're right here in the epicenter of tourism in downtown Nashville, adjacent to the, to the visitor center and, and, and obviously a big part of Bridgestone Arena. And so we're really happy that we get to tell the story. And, I, and my office is right near the front door, and I'll hear people walk in, they'll go, Oh, Reggie White, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, there are connections with the athletes and, and the teams that really, you know, brought positive attention to Tennessee that touch all points, you know, across. And so, you know, we're, we're really uh, lucky to be able to do that. Like I said, it's never a bad day to, del to deliver good news. Now, has the entire 2022 class been? They have. They have. You, you and, care to? wrap them up for us I can here. I can try to go off memory there are 12 of them this year uh Sharifa Barksdale track and field from the University of Tennessee um she uh is just 
very uh, in, involved in the Pan Am games in the 80s. Uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. R.A. Dickey, baseball player from the University of Tennessee, Cy Young Award winner. Uh, they just celebrated him a couple of nights ago uh, at uh, at uh, First Horizon Park with the Nashville Sounds because he spent a, spent a season in Nashville. A lot of people forget that because his career went on to be such a great career. Um, this is this is where my uh, alphabetizing of people will maybe come in handy. Artis Hicks. Uh, an offensive lineman from the University of Memphis. I mentioned Harry Galbraith, uh, Javon Curse, the freak, the first ever draft pick, the, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we have Randy Lambert, basketball coaching legend from Maryville College. Um, David Legwand, first ever Nashville Predator drafted and uh, went on to spend, I believe, 17 years with the organization here and set almost every record that there was. They're only just now starting to fall. You've seen a couple fall within the last month. All right. Um, then we've got uh, Nikki McCray-Pinson, who played under Pat Summit at the University of Tennessee. We have, um, uh, let's see here, Tony White, played basketball at the University of Tennessee. The late David Williams II. Uh, David was very involved with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. And Toby Wilt. And uh, Toby played football and basketball at the University of Tennessee, uh, University of, shoot, Vanderbilt University. And uh, one thing you might know Toby Wilt from is he is he's the starter at the the Masters on the first hole. So when you hear four, please now now teeing off Tiger Woods, that's Toby Wilt. And Toby is a Nashville businessman who is really involved in uh, getting the uh, Music City Bowl started and several other ventures. And so. Uh, it's a great class. Did I leave one out? He, yes, you did. Toby Wilt also co-founded the Golf Club of Tennessee That's over right. in Kingston Springs. That's so, exactly yeah. right. Um, Trevecca's David Sutter. David Sutter, 3,000-point score, Maplewood High School. Uh, really short list of 3,000-point of scores in, in all divisions of NCAA <laughs> basketball or college basketball. So uh, we had a chance. He was one of the few that we got to surprise this year because Trevecca held an event where they, uh, they honored him and, and a female uh, basketball player from their history. And so we, we sprung it on him at halftime of a Trevecca game. And so it was a great honor and, and, uh, for him and, and great honor for us to be a part of it and really excited that he's part of this group too. No question. Yeah, you know, as, as you look around at, at all these different uh, displays, I can remember the first time I walked into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, the, the first time I walked into the Alabama Music Hall of Fame. As a kid who, you know, from Alabama, it, it's, it's interesting to note all of the people who, have, who are either from here or have made an impact in Tennessee sports. You, you, you walk around, and like you said, you touch points across the entire country because just be, they may not have played professional sports here. They're just they, – they are from here, and you go, wow, I didn't know he was – from Tennessee, or it, it's just, it's always a surprise. Speaking of surprises, when you walk around here and you go, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Right. You can always learn something, T-I-L, right, Mo? Today I learned. <laughs> so it's, it's really unique when you find, uh, find out something, you know, that you didn't know beforehand. And a lot of, especially youngsters, uh, it, it, can, it can kind of put them in a place and kind of um, connect them. With, I, with sports in Tennessee. I agree. And one of the things that I absolutely love is when we have youth groups come. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the things I like to tell them are, one, just about every person, not every person, but so many of these people that are represented here at one point were in their, their shoes, right? They were big sports fans. They were kids. They, you know, they, they practiced. They, and I want the kids to understand that sports 
in its purest form, especially when you talk about team sports. It teaches you leadership. It teaches you accountability. It teaches you all these things that you'll use throughout your life. And so that, those are the messages that I like to tell. And, and you talk about you know, people who are from here that maybe you wouldn't even think about. Like, like people see Steve Spurrier all the time. They go, what's Steve Spurrier? I was like, well, he's from Johnson City, right? You've got Tony Delk, who people probably best know from his time with the University of Kentucky, but he went to Haywood High in Brownsville. Um, then you're able to tell the great stories of people who check almost every box and somebody like a Pat Summit, born here, played collegiately here, coached here. You know, she, she touched it and, and, and really, you know, one of the arguably the greatest basket, college basketball coach there ever was. So it, it really, you're right. It, and to be able to tell youngsters that come through here on, on, on field trips or, you know, summer camps or whatever, you know, look around because you're going to find somebody. And the great stories are the ones who after athletics was over for them, they went back to that community that they were from and they're still involved and they're still giving back or they're doing all these, these other things. They make their homes there now. Um, and, and those are really a lot of the stories we tell. To me, some of the greatest stories we tell aren't the ones of the names that jump off the page at you, right. like Peyton Manning or somebody like that. We, we, you know, we celebrate folks. I'll give you a great example. There's a young man we inducted in 2021. His name is Brandon Rowland. Brandon is, um, lost both of his legs below the knee at the age of six was such a sports nut that he played t-ball and, and, and basketball and every other sport his parents would let him play on his knees until he simply couldn't keep up anymore. And at that point, he went to prosthetics. And, 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 but in between, um, he, he's gone on to become a great, great golfer. But in between that time, he was discovered by a, a coach there in Jackson that, that ran a team called the Jackson Generals, which was a wheelchair basketball team. He led that team to two national championships and was tournament MVP, and we wanted to honor him. And, and he's, again, someone as you come in and you look at a banner and you see the name and the face, you say, well, I may not recognize him. But if you'd have told his parents at the age of when he was at six years old, he'd just lost his legs, that he'd be in the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, they'd have told you you were crazy. He said <laughs> as much. My parents would have told you you were crazy. But, that, but that's a great story of perseverance, and that's a great sure. story of, of a community that really embraced a young man, and he's still there giving back today. And so those are the stories that we really, really like to tell. Speaking with Brad Willis, the executive director of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame here on Main Street Sports Today, Brad was kind enough to bring us a, um, a program here of the 2021 Hall of Fame induction class and ceremony. And as I'm looking through it at previous inductees, in 2012, someone by the name of Gene Bartow yes. was inducted. Yes. Now, Coach Bartow obviously coached at, at UAB, yep. and among other places. I didn't realize he was from here. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. He, like, like I mentioned with Tony Delk, right? Mm -hmm. um, someone came through the other day and said the same thing about Leonard Hamilton. You know, like, oh, Leonard, Leonard Hamilton's from, from Tennessee. And, yeah, there, there's so many great, great stories of folks who um, came through. Class of 2020, great example, Coach Sonny Smith. Sonny was born in, in uh, I believe, Mountain City, uh, Roan County. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously coached at ETSU for a time. 
Um, but And he told us when we inducted him. He said, I've been inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and that one you know, was a great honor, and I totally expected it. But I never expected to get the call from my home state. And it really, really meant a lot to him because he still very much identifies as a Tennessean you know, by birth. So, yeah, it, it, there, are, there are a handful of names like Coach Bartow and, and Coach Smith and, um, you know, like I said, Tony Delk, so many others that uh, – have graced us with either being born here or spent a time here athletically. And, uh, you know, those are the, those are great opportunities to, to again, uh, reach an audience that uh, may come in here, not expecting to see anybody that they recognize. And then they come away going, Hey, you know, got a connection to somebody I didn't even realize. So tell us a little bit about what's going on this month. Uh, are you are you free admission right now? We are, we are, and uh, I mean, I walked in, so I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, River, River Gorge Ranch is uh, a new community that's being built near Chattanooga, and so they are are helping us out with free admission all the way through the end of June. So if you come here, we're open Tuesday through Saturday from four uh, from ten a.m. to four p.m. and admission is free, and it's a self guided tour. And I tell people all the time, you could you could zip through here in two minutes or you could spend you know four hours here if you wanted to uh, th- to me there's so much that interests me especially when you think about the history of college football I, I really feel like that the exhibit that uh, is is here that's kind of on loan from the Tennessee State Museum I think that's a really really uh, complete piece from the really the start of college football in the state until really the late late 90s College basketball is very well represented. We've got an exhibit uh, or an entire gallery for Pat Summit. And then, you know, we've got, an, we've got a full-size IndyCar. We have a Lombardi trophy on, on, on loan from uh, Jerry Reese. Uh, lot, lots of different uh, things that people can see. And, 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 frankly, we have, you know, about 7,500 square feet here. Uh, the, the, the only problem with once you put a cap on your square footage is the story keeps growing. You know, every day there's somebody making making a play, or there's somebody who's who's writing a a, a chapter in you know their career. And so when you walk around, you'll see a lot of these interactive kiosks, and it gives us an opportunity to kind of expand the story a little bit there. So right now, you can uh, we still have profiles from Black History Month. We have profiles from the 50th anniversary of Title IX, bio videos from our last three years worth of inductees fight songs, big plays, all these things, and the kids come in and, and love, you know, fuddling around with the, uh, with the screens. And so it's, uh, it's really a, a nice way to expand, you know, our exhibit in a way that doesn't take up much more square footage. We can't let you get away without making mention of something that you showed us over here on one of the interactive screens yes, earlier. that's right. Of all of the people involved with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, there's no one else that you could have welcome people into this place <laughs> than Mike than Keith. Mike Keith. <laughs> I know, right? Mike is, I'll tell you, I've, I've worked with Mike in a, in a different life, if you will, since 2001. And during that time, when I had zero involvement with the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame, I was aware of how passionate he was about this place. And as, as, I, came, as I came to entertain the idea of coming to work here I actually sought him out and I said this has really been important to you for a long time tell me why and uh, you know he's a native he grew up he grew up in Franklin went to school in Knoxville and and he said you know when I look at it to me it's just a living breathing story of what sports is and for those of us 
who care deeply about sports. It's more than a stat line. It's more than a highlight. You, you guys know as well as I do, there's something that gets deep inside of you that is, is part of your fiber when it comes to sports. And so people will come and they'll see these names and they'll remember memories from their childhood. They'll remember, you know, something that a coach told them as a kid that they still, you know, hold on to and, and still practice to this day. And so, you know, his, his whole thing was that's important. And so he's been, a, he's been an active part of the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame for over 20 years. Uh, our board saw fit to induct him last year for his contributions, not just to the Hall of Fame, but to sports across the state. And so I, um, I reached out to him when we, when we built out our kiosks, and I said, you know, you're the voice of, uh, you're the, voice of the Titans, you're the voice of our banquet, and I, I'd love it if you'd be the voice of the front door, so to speak. So he's basically the old Walmart greeter for the, <laughs> for the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike and I are both from Franklin. That's we right. We kind of grew up together, so I take whatever shot whenever you should. I get an you absolutely should. every yeah. chance you get. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's a friend of the show, and he might hear this. Maybe. He might. So yeah, <laughs> he knows we love him. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, thank you so much, man, for taking some time with us here. We appreciate it. It's a, it's a fantastic venue. Again, if you guys can get down here to Bridgestone Arena, we're obviously right here on the corner of Broadway and Fifth, right? That's right. Broadway. John Lewis Way and Broadway now. Oh, that's yep. right. It's John Lewis. I that's forgot right. about that. Yep. And so you can make your way down here. It's absolutely free to get in. Just walk into the needle and keep walking. That's right. <laughs> and I'll tell people, go check out our website, which is tshf.net. Our golf tournament's in June, our banquet's in July, and you can be a part of it. It's uh, all awesome. right there at our website. There you go. Brad, thanks, man. We appreciate it. We will talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, guys. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Jimbo Fisher because, well, he's got an issue with the NIL, which, you know, surprise, surprise, he's got an issue with anything. Uh, <laughs> that and a couple of surprising names in ownership with Nashville Soccer Club. All that and more on the other side. Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, comes back after this.